Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. All right. We are back with Eddie and Rocky. Happy Friday, everyone. Bearcats fell, Ed. They were close, half, yeah, leading at halftime, but then uh, Houston went on. 42-19 run. In case you missed it. it, yeah. But we always do this on Friday. We still have this guy, never a loser, always in the game, always ready to pull up from about 40 <laughs> feet and hit the jumper. He is John Matteries. John? <laughs> Oh, Xavier goes down, UC goes down, but I'm here to help you with those gas prices. How about that? that that's some consolation oh, price. Do you have a tank in your backyard you willing to fill everybody up with? <laughs> oh, boy. I tell you, it is it is bad and uh, not getting much better. Actually, though, uh, you know, we hit 409 a gallon in the Cincinnati area, and hopefully it won't go up from here, at least for now. Oil prices are down a little bit the past few days, and hopefully, hopefully, uh, this is about uh, all we'll have in terms of pain for now. But I tell you, we looked into the cost of going on spring break because so many people are leaving this week, next week, week after, and they're heading to Myrtle Beach. They're heading to the Florida Panhandle, Panama City, uh, maybe driving down to Orlando, and wow, that's going to cost you a little bit of gas. Yeah, you think? Just a, <laughs> yeah, just a little. We ran the numbers. It's it's actually from Cincinnati to Tampa, St. Pete, or Orlando is 900 miles each way. So we ran the math, and we came up that it's uh, going to cost you almost $400 in gas each way. I mean, it's it's amazing. Uh, the round trip. The round trip would be close to 400 in gas if you're in a big SUV. These big SUVs are getting what eighteen, twenty, twenty-one miles a gallon, like and you know you, you don't you didn't even think about it last year. You're like, yeah, oh, no big deal. We're going to hop in the car and drive to Tampa, St. Pete, uh, and we're talking about two hundred dollars each way in gas. If you think about it, the number of fill-ups that you need, which is you know two to three fill-ups, it's going to cost you a couple hundred each way, and it's actually up almost a hundred dollars over a year ago in terms of what it's going to cost you in gas. So uh, get some extra money there to pay for those, uh, <laughs> pay for those gas charges. Well, you I know. Saw on, I, I saw on um, TV this morning, I guess because gas prices are so high, people are they're finding cars that have had their gas tanks drilled into and a hose put in them because I guess you can't siphon the way you used to with the like the automatic shut valves or something on the new cars, so they're yeah, trying, you, you yeah. can't into, si- into the side of like gas they did in the them. Yeah, yeah. I mean, back when I was a kid, in fact, I think my dad got a locking gas cap because people were all going around siphoning gas. That was during those those shortages of like the late seventies. So he actually had a locking gas cap that he needed a key for. Nowadays, uh, it's virtually impossible to siphon it out that way. So yeah. How about that? <laughs> Drilling holes in gas tanks. And, well, uh, I saw yeah, that that's a, that is a hot new thing, that people are stealing gas again. That is weird. Yeah, yeah. We, we haven't seen that in years. But, you know, if a fill-up is going to run you 80 bucks, 
that's a lot of money. So uh, it's going to be a little bit expensive to get to the beach this spring. Have you guys ever siphoned gas, either one of you? No, um, I, I have not. I did. My, my dad helped me uh, do it once. Uh, we had to put some... I forget, like take some out of the car and put it in the lawnmower, I think, or something like that. Right. And show me how to do it. Yeah, it was it cool. Can, and you uh, have to like, like put the hose in your mouth, right, to get it yeah. started. Yeah, you do. And if you don't, you if you don't time mouth. it right, you can get a nice little shot of gasoline. And Whoa. I'm not kidding you. It, it, mm-hmm. Gas is not, it doesn't taste as good as you think it might. <laughs> it doesn't taste like Jack Daniels. I thought it was tasted like yeah. Jack Daniels. No, and and don't smoke after you inhale so after you swallow some of that. To be honest with you. Yeah, yeah while you're doing that, like do Jack not smoke. Yeah. Oh. yeah. So uh, yeah, it's just you getting crazy on the gas prices. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully they'll stabilize, but we'll yeah. see. The other story I did this week that had a lot of feedback uh, was the cost of weddings going through the roof. I mean, you know, everything else is going up. Why not weddings? Why not weddings? Where they say, you know, the average wedding is like 30 grand. I mean, it's just crazy what a wedding costs. Look look at this. The average bridal gown, bridal gown was 1,600 a couple of years ago before the pandemic, almost $2,000 now for the average bridal gown because of the shipping costs, all that fancy material. And we're not talking top of the line gowns. We're just talking average gowns. Of course, no bride would ever admit she's in an average gown. Correct. <laughs> what kind of gown did you get? Oh, I bought an average gown. <laughs> no, no one would ever. No, no. no one would ever admit to buying an average gown, but the average is almost two thousand uh, dollars, and it's just getting getting pricey. That's why Eddie, I think you know the way you and Deb got married, wearing uh, you know swimsuits was probably the way to go. Well, listen, if it was good enough for Tommy and Pam um, back in the day. <laughs> We, uh, you know, I got my speedo on. I mean, we're rocking it pretty hard. If you've seen the pictures, and you have, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Deb in that little two-piece. I mean, think of it, like thirty bucks. Right. See, that's what I'm saying. Uh, we did go down to Cancun. You have too many uh, margaritas, and next thing you know, you're married, huh? You're married. Yeah. Right. Just, you know, go to yeah. go to you're, Vegas. You're married for the cost of a couple of margaritas in Mexico. Perfect. That's right. And, and to save the money because the cost is amazing. We were checking the prices. Uh, the average sit-down dinner, you know, when you get a piece of chicken and some rice and a salad, $75 a person oh, for a full sit-down it's what all the brides go to to you know check on prices and everything. Seventy five dollars. Photographer, average photographer, twenty five hundred bucks was fifteen hundred a few years ago. Now it's twenty five hundred bucks. You go, that's too darn expensive. I'm just going to hand you know Aunt Mildred my uh, iPhone and she'll take the pictures. You probably don't want to do that. It's well, it's just everything has gotten more expensive. I, I read this morning that. The average American's monthly bill, monthly, you're spending an extra $320. And that's to just kind of live yeah. the same way you've been living. It just now costs you an extra 320 per month. That, that's a ton. Yeah. It all comes down to energy and cost of gas. That makes yep. everything go up. But man, And groceries. Energy, gas, groceries. Yeah. Yeah. It is just it is just absolutely crazy. So all of a sudden, you're like, man, where would my money go? And you're just spending it on all those things. And actually, if you're going to a wedding, you're going to spend more, too, because the average wedding gift they're saying you're expected to pay between 100 and 200 bucks. You know, I, I'm sure. Ed, Ed, really? Yeah. Ed, you probably used to go to weddings and spend twenty five dollars on gifts. Well, you know, look, you can go hip deep in the damn thing if you want to. But it depends on who it is. If it's a, a relative or something, 
yeah, I might go a yeah. hundred. But if it's a friend mm-hmm. or somebody's daughter, uh, you know, you can. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah on, over a hundred still still sounds like a lot. Yeah, if it's a coworker's daughter getting married, it's like that feels like a lot. But you know, a, a setting of fine china. You know how you go to Macy's and you go, what do they have on their on their list? And it's like, oh yeah, you can get a setting of china, hundred bucks. Like that Mikasa stuff or, or whatever they call it. Yeah, like $100 so for that. That so is just for, a, that's for one place setting, 100 bucks. One place setting of nice china, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. That's insane. <laughs> it, is just, it is just crazy what it costs. So I tell you, if I had a daughter getting married, it's like, honey, we're going to do this in the park, and I'm uh, going to go to Kroger and get you a sheet cake. <laughs> Every person I know just always says, if I could do it again, we wouldn't go as big on our wedding. We just have fewer people, less money, more of a party, less formality. Don't worry about the centerpieces (laughs) and the this and the that. Everybody does it, but everyone, you know, they they, they rope you in. Then then later everyone says. To rope you in. It's the only time, the first and only time you're going to do this, which is, of course, untrue. Uh, Ask Eddie. Um, (laughs) That's how they hook you. Yeah, and, and, and you think about it, you have that big wedding with like 125 guests. Hockey, trying to straighten your life out for the weekend. That's right. We just want to make each and every person out there better. The right? best you can be. Be your best. That's right, Ed. Um, and no, I, we got a great guest here. Um, you know, we, we talked to her a couple years ago, but it's uh, Dr. Amber Selking. She's a performance consultant, uh, the founder of the Selking Performance Group. Uh, she's worked with the Notre Dame football team for the past however many years, including the five most, the winningest seasons that Notre Dame has ever had. Also works with the Notre Dame women's softball team, various business groups. She now has a new book coming out called Winning the Mental Game. And uh, I've been uh, reading it uh, here in my spare time. And she joins us right now. Uh, Amber, how are you? We ever. Uh, I believe we do now. There you go. Amber, how are you? Amber, hey, there we got you. How are you? I am doing awesome. How are you doing, guys? Great to be with you again. Uh, Absolutely. So, so Amber, let, let me, I guess, first start off by asking this, because I, I was thinking about this during our break. Uh, of all the top athletes you, you've trained, what, what are some of the, like, the common characteristics that they've had or they've had to be taught? Like, what makes the best the best from your experience? That's a great question. I think one of the things that really stands out to me with the high performers we've worked with is that they understand that if they're going to be a champion, then their lives have to look different than, than normal people's, right? That means that their, their habits, their discipline, their, their schedule, their relationships, right, often have to take on different characteristics because by definition, right, the average is merely normal, and that's the, the large chunk of this bell curve. But champions fall outside of, of that bell curve of average. And so, therefore, again, those daily habits, those daily disciplines that they engage in um, is really critical. I think the second thing is that they really learn to, to focus on their vision and their mission and what they feel called to versus allowing other people's opinions or perspectives to you know, undermine the, the very goals that they're chasing. And Amber, how do you apply that to a normal person's life? Yeah, you're highly motivated. You're in the, I don't care what you do for a living, but let's say you're in the semi-professional, you're in a professional world, but you know, you're lower middle tier and you're trying to work your way up. How do you apply that to how you work? 
Yeah, you know, I, uh, I had the privilege of teaching uh, for, for several semesters. And um, as a teacher, right, you think you're, you're doing things that are right for your kids. But oftentimes, you know, they look at you with this look of like, this person's crazy. Why are we doing this? And, and that could be anything <laughs> from starting class with, you know, a piece of gratitude, right, or in the business setting, kicking off meetings with everybody sharing a win, right? And a lot of times when you start that stuff, people are like, what is, what is this person doing? And they give you those looks of confusion or um, like, I don't want to be a part of this. But when we know um, what the right thing to do is and do it regardless of, of how people around us might perceive that, knowing that it's going to grow us and to grow those around us to the next best versions of themselves, I think that that's how we apply it, right? So um, it, it might look and feel different to, to step into a meeting and um, you know, kick off with a win or kick off with a moment of gratitude. But here's what we know. When the brain is in a positive state, it thinks more clearly, it thinks more creatively, and it problem solves better. And so this isn't a soft and fluffy concept, right, to how we start meetings or how we start a class period, but rather it's about getting people's minds and emotions in a place to wrestle with some really hard challenges and to bring the best of themselves to that moment. So I think when we apply these fundamentals of high performance to our daily lives, um, it, it allows us to create just better experiences for ourselves and those around us. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Dr. Amber Selkin is our guest. She's a performance consultant. And Amber, well, what's like a common, like, like the most common bad habit, whether you're an athlete, you're someone in the business world, whatever you are, but you're trying to get better. Is, is there a common bad habit that you see the most out there? And can a bad habit be unlearned? Can it be, can it be erased, I guess? Absolutely. I think procrastination is probably the, the biggest and most recurring mm. bad habit we see, whether that's, you know, procrastination of, oh, I'll eat better tomorrow, right? Or um, I'll, I'll finish that project at a later date, or I'll, I'll pick up the house when I get home tonight versus before when I leave in the morning. You know, I think when we put things off for a later date, we get in the habit of doing that. And all of a sudden, time compounds. And, and then before we know it, we're not any further along than we intended to a day ago or a year ago. And so I think that mindset of, you know, Nike nailed it decades ago of just do it. <laughs> that's, that's a thing. <laughs> and, uh, and so, you know, I'm a, I'm a big proponent of that, Warren, when I'm talking with people, because here's what we know, action creates traction in people's lives. And when we take action, it allows us to create some, some psychological and emotional momentum that will allow us to then take the next step and the next step. And it's those small gains over time that really start to separate people. I, I think people have a, a misconception that it's really about, it's all about talent. Now, at the end of the day, talent really, really matters. Um, but if, if we can get individuals to make right choices over time, that whatever talent you have begins to be maximized. And so that's, that's what we talk a lot about. As far as habits go, here's what we know from the neurological level. What we wire in, we can wire out. 
And so while we might have built up some bad habits over time, if we stop flexing those bad habits and start flexing new right habits, eventually those new ones will take over. And so again, you know, what, what fires together wires together. And the more we're firing together right ways of thinking and operating, the stronger those habits become in our lives. And then, you know, the weaker the, the poor habits become mm. in our lives. Amber, and when I I find, and this is this is me, and I, I think I, I'm not speaking for people, but I think a lot of people might have the same kind of a situation that I'm in. I go into any business situation when it comes to this job, and I, I automatically assume a defensive posture. Does that make sense? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, like, nobody's going to screw me over, man. I'm, you know, I know I got my, I'm, my P's and Q's are all in a row. I'm all way to go. Da 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 da. Am I self defeating doing that? Because I, so I just can't help doing that. I go in ready to kick ass, and and they might be shaking my hand and hugs and ready flowers give yeah. and give me a raise and all that stuff. But I go in there. All right, how are you? How are you screwing me now? Yeah, I think that's a great question. I want to start by saying I'm about kicking ass, okay? So I love right. that that's your mindset. <laughs> yeah, now, now it's a matter of... But I don't of, like to get mine that, kicked. <laughs> right, right. You know, uh, in the book, actually, the, the first mental play that we talk about is awareness because we have to be aware before we enhance. And one of the most powerful ways that we've seen to raise individual self-awareness is to do some basic profile assessments, right, whether that's, um, through the Myers-Briggs or through, you know, we do a bunch of fun ones around the Enneagram, the five love languages, all different things that raise our level of awareness because oftentimes how we show up to moments is a part of how we're wired. And, and if, if we know that certain situations or scenarios um, elicit a certain response for us, then that awareness all of a sudden gives us a choice. Do we want to make the choice to walk in there and be de defensive or, you know, ready to fight? Or do we go in there with the mindset of, of openness, right, of, of curiosity and exploration? And, um, and so that's, that's where, where we start a lot with, with people is helping them just understand how they're wired and maybe why they do what they do so that an alternative choice becomes possible. Amber, in your book here that I'm reading right now, uh, you know, one of your chapters is on confidence. And as an athlete and, well, fr frankly, at any point in my life, I've always found confidence is, is so important. I, I've always found preparation leads to confidence. But, but just talk a little bit out there because I think that's the one thing a lot of folks suffer from. And we all at some points in our lives, we, we feel less confident. We don't feel like we can get it done. What, what, what's a way, in your opinion, that you found where someone can, can gain confidence? Yeah, you know, it's it's funny when we think about confidence, we think that it's a feeling, right? And at the end of the day, what we know is that our thoughts affect our emotions, our emotions affect our body's response, so things like our heart rate, our muscle tension, our visual field, our hormones, and ultimately how our bodies are determine our performance or how we just show up to a moment, right? How we show up. Mm -hmm. And 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 really what starts that process are is our thoughts. And at the end of the day, confidence is just a thought. And we get to choose our thoughts which means that we can choose confidence on a consistent basis. Now, the trick is, how do we make that, that choice a logical choice and not an illogical choice? Because we've all right, been around right. people who have chosen confidence, and we're like, hey, bud, you probably shouldn't be, right? <laughs> um, but how do we make confidence a logical choice? And, and so what the chapter really goes into are re some five key elements that help fuel our confidence. 
And that includes things like our self-talk. What are we saying to ourselves? Um, our body language, how are we carrying ourselves? Our support system, who's in our corner and, and how do they support us? Um, preparation for sure is a critical part. And then past performances, right? Learning from and growing from those past performances. When we understand that confidence is, is contrived of multiple facets, now all of a sudden confidence does not have to be driven by, well, how'd I do yesterday? Or how'd I do on that last rep or that last exam or that last sales pitch, right? It, it's a combination of five elements. And when we invest intentionally in those five areas, now, all of a sudden, moment by moment, choosing confidence becomes a much more logical choice for individuals. Because here's the thing. Man, we work so hard. We work so yeah. hard. And it breaks my heart when I see people that, like, they put in all this time and then they get to their moment and they can't capitalize, right? And they feel, they feel a certain way or, or a lack of confidence in that moment. And so what we really want to help people do is show up and be ready to deliver their best when it matters most. Again, whether that's in the locker room or the boardroom or in your classroom or in your living room with your family. Absolutely. Uh, well, Amber, listen, we really appreciate your time. Before we let you go, uh, tell us about the book, Winning the Mental Game. When does it come out? And, uh, I, again, I, I'm enjoying reading it myself here right now. Yeah, so we are officially one month out. So it's March 11th right now. Book officially releases on April 11th. Um, 411 is the date. Four was my husband's uh, college football number, and 11 was my high school soccer number. My college number was 29 because 2 plus 9 equals 11. So we went with 411 nice. uh, for the release nice. date. Y'all can, <laughs> you can pre order it uh, on Amazon or on my website at selkingperformance.com. Um, and uh, yeah, I would love to, love to hear what people think and see how they can apply it to win their own mental game wherever they're at in their lives. All right, Amber, thank you so much. Great, great stuff. stuff. Thanks, guys. Have a great day. Take care. Thank you. So, yeah, that's, you know. I, She's full of energy, man. She's good stuff. That's what I'm saying. People that have that kind of energy, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm an old dog. I like to, let's walk down there and do them all, right? Uh, <laughs> and, and, <laughs> uh, so, but, yeah, I, I love that enthusiasm, right? I, I met Amber. Uh, I, I was on the sideline. I did the um, Notre Dame was playing the I forget what bowl it was, Citrus Bowl, I mean, four or five years ago, and uh, met her on the sideline. And just instantly, it was just like you know, talked to her for two minutes, and you're like fired up, man. You're ready to run through a wall. I was going to so, say uh, she's, she's certainly in the right field. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we uh, check in with traffic now, Rob. What is going on? Lots going on. A lot of busy spots on the roads this afternoon. Don't know if people are trying to uh, get everything done before the snow comes or what. But uh, from the UC Health Traffic Center, the University of Cincinnati Cancer Center recommends colorectal cancer screenings for all adults over the age of 45. Learn more at uchealth.com. There's a hit skip being investigated on South 75 at Harrison. It's on the left shoulder. Traffic is slow down past that into the cut in the hill. There's an accident on eastbound 275's ramp to southbound 75 Erlanger. It's on the right shoulder and a couple of broken downs on the left and right shoulders of westbound 275's ramp to 75 Erlanger. A 10-minute construction delay on westbound 74 from the Indiana State Line. North 75 slows Kyle's to the Brent Spence between Mitchell and Paddock, then from Shepherd Lane to 275. Southbound's heavy out of Lockland, and North 71 slows from uh, Smith Edwards over to Stewart. Rob Williams, News Radio 700 WLW. The forecast from the 700 WLW Weather Center for tonight. 
Well, it depends on where you're at as to what you're going to get out east. You're going to get a lot more than here locally around town. We'll keep you posted on exactly what's going to happen, more or less where you're at. But just know that stuff is starting to move into our area. Watch for the uh, potential winter storms around where you're at, snow showers around the area. The low of 18 for tomorrow, partly cloudy, and the high of 24. It is 43 now, News Radio 700 WLW. It happens this weekend. Daylight savings begins, and we set our clocks ahead one hour. I know you're getting all teary and snotty because you'll have one less hour to listen to us. But dry your eyes and blow your nose. There's a solution. Just listen to us more. That's right. Just listen, listen, listen. Show daylight savings you won't be bossed around. 700 WLW. Win a trip to our 2022 iArt Radio Music Awards. Tuesday, March 22nd. The biggest artists. And back with Eddie and Rocky here on a Friday. So, Ed, I uh, found this story, and I feel like this is something that everybody has wanted to do, but few of us would ever get the opportunity to do this. But uh, this is in, shockingly, not Florida, Ed. Um, this is in wow. Newport Beach, California, and it's at like a... Uh, a Florida like a junior. Boat. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like a you know, like a boat, uh, I don't know what you call them, where you know, a bunch of boats are docked, big boats, yachts. All those marinas? Right? Yeah, like a yeah, like a marina kind of yeah. thing, and uh, but but I th- I don't know, I couldn't tell if it was like a you know like a you know private thing or small anyway. But um, somebody allegedly stole a sixty foot yacht, and rather than just drive the thing away and take off and joyride it for a little bit, they started ramming the other yachts. It caused like millions and millions of dollars worth of damage on these boats. You know. And, and the r- video is incredible. R- I mean, r- it's just like, boom, like I- run into this one. Then he kind of, you know, peels it back and then boom, runs into that one. It's um, unbelievable. I saw some of that <laughs> online. And I, I didn't even know what the story was like. What is that guy doing? Yeah. <laughs> I hadn't read Locals what was described it. Yeah. Locals <laughs> described it as, quote, the craziest wow. thing they've ever seen. I, I would believe that if you're sitting like, what the heck? Oh, my God. Look at this. That'd be great to see live. And he's just going around playing like bumper cars with us. He's playing bumper cars with trillion boats, dollar yeah. yachts. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I don't know the story of, of who he is or how he intends to pay these things. I imagine he doesn't intend on paying for these things. And uh, I just think it's great because normally, you know, someone steals a car and they just kind of go joyriding with it or something until they get caught. And now uh, this guy says, no. I'm going to mess some stuff up. Yeah, what, what is your end game? Did you have a beef with somebody and you just decided, <laughs> okay, I'm going to F some stuff up right now just to I get back like, at this yeah. dude? <laughs> I, I feel like that that probably is a part of it. There was, a, there was one I saw a video on, I figured it was on TV or on YouTube, where a guy, it was like a developer, was building these houses, and I don't know, this dude was all upset, I think his neighbor or something, and he jumps in a... In a, essentially, a, a you know, a a loader like a bulldozer, and just starts tearing this whole neighborhood up. Can you imagine riding around in a like a half complete neighborhood, just, just be like us with yeah. a tank. We talked about having the tank oh, yesterday. This would be kind of the same thing. Yes. So, Rock, um, I, I'm not. 
look, my wife will be the first to tell you I'm not the smartest man in the world, even though I tell her all the time that I am. But here's uh, something that perhaps even you and I wouldn't do, even though we are knuckleheads. Yes. For the second time, this happened up in uh, Michigan, you know, where the lakes freeze and people go Mm -hmm. on ice fishing and whatnot. So apparently it hasn't been as cold as these uh, guys thought. They were out ice fishing and the unstable ice gave way and they were rescued by a crew, emergency crew, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. So, and then later on in the week, they had to rescue another two guys from the lake because they fell through the unstable ice. The kicker is it was the same two guys. Oh, my God. Come <laughs> on. Are you, uh, yeah. So what happened is these uh, numbskulls, so they're out there ice fishing. They The ice give away. They fall through. Blah, blah, blah. And they got rescued. So they're sitting around. I don't know if they're having a few beers and go, you know, dude, we left a bunch of our stuff and out on the ice. <laughs> we have to go back and get it. Of course. So, so they did, and they fell through the ice again. I, 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 I'm knocking on wood as I say this, but I feel like one thing you'll never have to do with me is save me because I've been ice fishing on ice that broke. Right. I have absolutely zero desire to do that. And I've told you, my, my father-in-law goes up to him and his buddy, they'll go up to Michigan, and they'll drive, like, not like, you know, a couple hundred feet out on the ice. They'll drive eight miles oh yeah absolutely. out on the ice yeah. and and it's like i'm like so what happens if the ice breaks you're like well it, it's cold enough it won't i'm like but what if it does he goes well that, that's that's it it's here it's over <laughs> Sorry, I'm, like, okay. luck. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm hard i'm trying to find the upside here but uh nevertheless well i i've told you that before um the place that we've been to a couple of other times and mcconnell goes there all the time and, and still does the, it's so far it's 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 way up there it's about five six hours north of toronto so you're a pretty good ways up there and and this lake is really big and they build like roads on it they will come out and just scrape the top you know it will scrape the snow off of it so you can actually drive on the ice to because everybody has you know there's islands all around and people have cabins on the side of the or on the side of the lake and stuff so they have it so you can drive out to it now i don't i'm I'm with you man i wouldn't do that in a million years it is ryan here and i have a question for you what do you do when you win like are you a fist pumper a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. No, it's just, I, I mean, I, I guess, you know. I think fishing's cool. I bet ice fishing's cool. It's oh, not no doubt. that cool to me. Cool. <laughs> I don't yeah. want to do that. <laughs> well, we talked a couple of weeks ago. Remember that one guy up in uh, northern Ohio, the mayor of some little town up there who didn't want ice fishing at one of the state parks because it would promote prostitution? Yeah, I mean, well, yeah you're, exactly. You're, you're pretty huh? far down on the prostitute 
chain. If yes, if you're, hooking, if you're hopping around from ice, yeah, fishing cabin to yeah. ice, ice cabin to ice cabin, you know, I don't know how that hierarchy is, but you're pretty far down the food chain, man. Right. There's CEO, call girl. There's a lot in between. And then right. there's uh, ice house. Uh, ice house hooker. <laughs> so, Rock, you and I are always talking about lottery winners and we're and of course, we're bitter. But yes, this and God bless this little girl's heart. She uh, goes to uh, North Carolina Wilmington uh, University. Hmm. She's a student. It was her 19th birthday. So she goes and buys herself a, a scratch off lottery. I don't know if somebody gave it to her, but apparently she bought it for herself. It was my first time. Oh, yeah. It was my first time ever buying a ticket, she said. I thought the colors on the ticket looked pretty, so I chose that one. God. See, <laughs> that's it, it's like the people that, that win the uh, NCAA bracket because they're like, oh, I like that team's uniforms. Right. And then they win that way. So or play anymore. Somebody who goes to a horse race and goes, ah, oh, that guy's, the silks on that horse are pretty. I'll bet $10 on that horse and they go off at like 100 to 1. And yeah, your husband, boyfriend, your boom. girlfriend is going, right. dude, what's wrong with you? I don't know. Right, I like yeah, it. Me, yeah, meanwhile, the, yeah, the rest of them have, they've studied the, the log and they've oh, called all their absolutely. horse friends and all yeah. this. Yeah. They're calling in favors. Uh, but she bought her scratch off uh, lottery ticket. She won 100 grand on her uh, 19th birthday. After Golly. after buying the ticket, she went back to her grandparents' house. She was sitting with her grandparent. Well, she bought it, goes to her grandparents' house, and was just sitting there. She goes, well, she's just sitting there talking to grandma and grandpa. She scratches it off and goes, huh, hmm, looks like I'm, hmm. Wow, well, no, I didn't win. Wait a minute. At first, I kept, I kept it to myself because I didn't want to sound crazy. I was too excited to believe it was true. And to be honest with you, buddy, any time I've ever thought about winning the lottery, that would be me. I would not believe it was true. Yeah. I mean, what about yeah. you? I, I, well, I, I could stare at those numbers forever, and I would think I have to be reading this wrong. I, I would. Th I would feel the same way. But on another note, related though, I think one of the cruelest pranks in the world is when those people buy those fake lottery oh, ticket scratch off things. Uh -uh. You should be. You should be. Like yeah. like beating with a rubber hose for for doing that. That is that is awful to do to so, someone. That's a castratable offense right there. If you ask me. <laughs> Amen. Amen. That's it. Somebody did that to me. They're gone. Cut them off. That's it. Boof. Give me give me the wire cutters. Bye now. Uh, coming up, we're going to be talking about movies with our good friend Kevin Carr. Fat guys at the movies, but now we have traffic. Rob, what is going on? Well, I guess I'm not going to give you guys your lottery tickets I got for you. <laughs> they better be real. <laughs> Unless you want to face the wire cutters, my friend. That's right. Yeah. I'll, I'll hang on to these. <laughs> my, my big giant friend over here would be glad to hold you down, and I'll be glad to do the business. I'll just hang on to these. Thanks. Okay, cool. <laughs> I'll give them back to you. <laughs> In a baggie. <laughs> 
from the UC Health Traffic Center. The University of Cincinnati Cancer Center recommends colorectal cancer screenings for all adults over the age of 45. Learn more at uchealth.com. There's an accident on westbound 275 at Dixie Highway. It's on the left shoulder and traffic is slow in the area. About a 15-minute construction delay on westbound 74 from New Haven Road over to the Brookville, Indiana exit. Oxford State Road closed to a due to a broken water main at Yankee Road, and that will be closed indefinitely. There's an accident on Red Bank at Madison. Looking at about a 15-minute uh, construction delay, as I just mentioned, from 74 New Haven Road over to Brookville. North 75 is stop-and-go Mitchell all the way up to 275 Sharonville. Southbound slows out of Shepherd Lane, or past Shepherd Lane, down toward Galbraith, then between Harrison across the bridge to the Cup and the Hill. North 71 is slow down there, ridge to the Ronald Reagan, and your slow southbound Martin Luther King on to 471. Rob Williams, News Radio 700 WLW. Forecast from the 700 WLW Weather Center for tonight. Well, it depends on where you're at as to what you're going to get out east. You're going to get a lot more than here locally around town. We'll keep you posted on exactly what's going to happen, more or less where you're at. But just know that stuff is starting to move into our area. Watch for the uh, potential winter storms around where you're at, snow showers around the area. The low of 18 for tomorrow, partly cloudy, and the high of 24. It is 43 now, News Radio 700 WLW. If Manny Ricardo had listened to those who called him a dreamer, he wouldn't have knocked on every agency's door. If he paid attention to those who said he was wasting his time, he wouldn't have spent countless hours perfecting his look. But because he never gave up, he got his big modeling break as the before picture in erectile dysfunction ads. That's the fighting spirit. The same fighting spirit Mike McConnell brings to your morning. The latest news, traffic, weather, and more. Monday morning at 5 on 700 WLW. This report is sponsored by AAA Bob Summerall Tire and Service. This month, everyone can save up to $120. W233BG Cincinnati. Eddie and Rocky, as we do around about this time every Friday, we talk to this fellow right here, Kevin Carr. Fat guys at the movies. And Kevin, anything uh, worth checking out this weekend? Well, in the theater, uh, they've they've actually given a pass to everybody. All the studios kind of got out of the way and let the Batman run roughshod over for another couple se- uh, weekends. Right. Uh, so the Batman's going to rule supreme in the theaters. But there's a couple things that have come to streaming this week. Uh, and, and I think you're going to see that more often where there's only a handful of big movies in the theaters and a lot of stuff gets pushed onto streaming. For example, uh, Turning Red is on Disney Plus, and that's the latest Pixar movie. And that's not to say anything bad about Pixar movies. I think that Disney's just trying to put out premium content so people don't cancel their subscription, you know, because they're billing a billion dollars a month to everybody's uh, credit card. Yeah. Uh, but Turning Red, is it's about a girl in Toronto. Uh, she's a 13-year-old girl, Chinese-Canadian, and, and she is just trying to make it through school and going and dealing with uh, her parents and and her schoolwork and her friends. And one of the things that happens that the changes that she starts to go through, she finds out whatever she gets emotionally excited, she turns into a giant red panda, uh, which, you know, of course that can be inconvenient. That's a little hard to, sure. to hide when that happens. So 
it's something that happens to the women in her family, and and so she's having to reconcile that and deal with it when it happens at school. In a that man that just came out, as I said before, Rock, the yeah. you never you don't call it the super. So they're just trying to separate this from all the other Batman movies. So you call it the Batman. But but at least they didn't do what I feel like they're doing a lot lately. Is they're just calling it the, the same thing like like the new scream movie came out they called it scream so it's like yeah. how do i know i'm watching the new one or the one that came out in the mid 90s or whatever it was so anyway i guess there's that but movies you've what we're talking about here is movies that you were highly anticipated by you you're just a you're, you're a fan of it be it star trek star wars something like that or you know any of those superhero movies or whatnot the Avengers and uh, all the Marvel movies, and you were totally psyched to see it, and you were there day one or whatever the case might have been, and were you blown away or were you bummed? I, I got a couple that come to mind. I remember when I was young, when the the first Batman came out in 1989, the Michael Keaton, Jack Nicholson one. I remember I was... You know, I was highly anticipating that. Me and my buddy, Adam Trimbor, man, we're like, we're going to this thing, and it was like the best thing ever. And how old are I you there? I'm just telling you. Nine. Oh, you're nine. Okay, cool. Yes. Um, I remember when... Um, I was married. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm trying to think of other ones. Um, I remember I've, <laughs> I remember. I took my... This was hilarious. Uh, me and my wife, I told her, I was like, we're going to see John Wick 3. And she's like, you know what? Fine. Let's do it. And the whole movie was guys who are just like yelling and like just, you know, cheering at the screen, sitting next to wives or girlfriends with their heads in their hands like, oh, my God. Just, right. Just you guys are a bunch of Neanderthal idiots right. here. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. High-fiving each other. High-fiving guys I've never met in my life. And, and they're all just like, oh, God. The wives are sitting there with their flask yeah. just taking sips of scotch right. or whatever. Cool. Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. But that that happened with me with – um. The star, the first Star Wars sequel. Okay. You know, that, uh, what, well, what Empire they're, Strikes Back, right? No, what they're calling Star Wars or Star Wars One now. Uh, Empire Strikes oh, Back yeah. was awesome. I mean, there was, yeah. Me and my buddies, one, here's how long ago this was. My buddies and I went to see Star Wars based on the radio ads because they sold it. I mean, it was pew, 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 wow. and all that, you know, all that stuff yeah. going on. We were oh, yeah. like, oh, hell yeah, I got to see this. So then all these years later, they come out with that first one where, uh, you know, Anakin is a little boy. And uh, I <laughs> I took my wife to, you know, I, I was pulling strings. It was the premiere of the thing. Yep. I called some lady who knew a lady and got us. And you had to sign a non-disclosure and all this stuff. And we go in there, and about halfway through it, I'm laughing. I was like, this is so freaking bad. I can't believe it. Really? It was that bad? Oh, you've never seen it? Oh, no. good God. I've seen bits is, and pieces of it. But... It is awful. It really wow. is not good. And, I think like, I have heard that, yeah. If yeah. you're a, Hey, if you're a fan, sorry about that, but I don't care. It was awful. God, yeah. That's the one where they had Jar Jar Binks, right? Jar Jar. That was yeah. when Jar Jar came and rapidly, for some reason, went away. 
<laughs> he was not in the next couple ones. No, yeah. he was. He, he like made a little cameo. But uh, your thoughts? Seven four nine seven thousand eight hundred. The big one. But let's get to your calls and talk to Bruce first up. Bruce, what do you have, man? What did you see? Man, I gotta tell you, I got the inside line from a buddy of mine about Shawshank Redemption, and I, I want to say it was. That 91 or 94, I can't remember the year it came out, maybe 90 even. Yeah, right around then. a friend of mine, right, a friend of mine was a huge Stephen King fan and had read some treatment somewhere. There was no online there then, or not much of one. And so I got these three guys to go with me who never heard of this project. And, you know, they're like, man, you suck. We're not going to. All right, we'll go see it. Let's go to a bar after. Four grown men sitting there crying at the end of that movie. That was, that was, pretty, you know, that was uh, if you if you recall, I've only seen it about twenty times since then. But uh, you know, it, it really hit you, and it kind of had some Ohio flavor to it, right? It was filmed in Mansfield and all yeah. that. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah, and, and thanks, Bruce. Yeah, that's. But you know what? We've talked about that before too. We've done that topic. Movies you can't not watch if you, you know, you flip the dial around and there it is. And you, I'm like, oh, I know what's happening now. I'm going to ha- now I have to watch it. See, I, I think with that movie, though, I don't know anybody that that's that saw that in a the theater. I, I feel like most people I, I, I feel like it didn't even do very good at all in the box. It, it office, didn't. But when it yeah. when it came out, but then once it hit TV and I mean, in DVD, then everyone just yeah. loved it. When you could rent it, that's when it, it blew up. Yeah. And now I I saw a thing not too long ago. I think that you know, they did some survey, and if it wasn't the best, people ranked it the best. You know, it's it's a you know fan survey. If it's not the if it wasn't ranked the best movie ever made, it certainly was right up there. Right there, yeah. Oh, yeah, it's it's fantastic. And let's talk to Dave. Dave, thanks for holding, buddy. What do you have? Um, I'm a huge Godfather fan. Godfather Part uh, 1, absolutely. great. Godfather Part was even better. But you have to see Godfather Part 1 to appreciate Godfather Part 2. So when Godfather Part 3 came out, I... Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing... The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. You sat through the whole thing still anticipating greatness, and it just never came. Yeah, I yeah I can tell you because I love I'm I'm with you, Dave. I love Godfather one and two, and then I, I heard so much bad stuff about Godfather three. I never bothered to watch it. I've seen parts of it, but I've never seen the whole thing. Well, you know, it's kind of interesting. It kind of followed some of the stuff that happened in the papacy in the late seventies, yada yada. But man, it just never really caught you. Yeah, that's kind of what I've heard about. Thanks, it, yeah. man. So, yeah, I don't think you've ever seen Godfather, have you? No, I haven't. I mean, I've seen bits and pieces, but I've never seen it all the way through. It's I'm, I, I'm ashamed, dude. I really, am. I you I know, don't... look, as your friend, as your, yeah. as your. 
Godfather. Mentor, yes. You yeah. must. <laughs> you Let's really, see. you honestly, God, I know how much, you, I mean, you love movies like this. And it's, oh, yeah. there's a lot of, there's build up and build up. I mean, you're thinking, huh, it's like a Tarantino movie. There's a lot yeah. of build up and build up and all of a sudden stuff just goes real long. <laughs> <laughs> My kind of, I mean, it's just, you know, it's fine the time, man. I, I got to do it though. All right, Grant and Troy, what do you have, buddy? Hey, got a little story for you. So probably uh, mid-90s, Thanksgiving Day, my mom dropped myself, my buddy Landon off. We were going to go watch Flubber. I don't know if you remember that. It was heavily promoted by McDonald's. We were about 13, 14 years old, um, so we get there. Robin Williams, right? Uh, yeah. No, yeah. Rick Moranis. So it was animated. Yeah. Right. Yep. Okay. Yeah, yeah, you, you remember it. So we get there. It's sold out. So we bought another PG-13 movie ticket so we could get in, uh, walked in, went into a theater that was probably about a quarter full and saw a little movie that came out that day called Titanic. And uh, I remember I remember walking out of there being like, that's a pretty good movie. And then, you know, shortly after that, you couldn't get a ticket to watch Titanic because all right. the women kept going back and buying it out. So I don't know if I was disappointed by Flubber or not, but I enjoyed Titanic. All right. Thanks. Made me like one of your French girls. Uh, thanks, uh, thanks, Grant. And yeah, that's that's one of those movies, the Titan Titanic, that I just I watched after a while. And, and I, do you ever see a movie and you see like parts of it and you see the hype on it and you only see like what they're saying, showing in trailers and stuff, and mm -hmm. you realize I am not going to like that movie. <laughs> yeah that happens actually uh, a lot that's pretty yes. much the way i felt about titanic I mean, you know you can get rid of the whole well, i don't know first half that movie get to the boat sinking that's really good yeah. see i i feel like i took my high school girlfriend to that movie and yeah and i was like it just kept going on and on and on you're like look i'm you know trying to you know put the moves on here just get right in this movie you know what i mean what, what are we doing <laughs> there's not even good uh you know making out scenes here uh and, and the whole you know the front of the boat with the leo holding her arms and all that crap oh it's not God. the manliest uh Jeez. yeah it's yeah uh, let's uh we'll take your call seven four nine seven thousand eight hundred the big one but now we check in with rob and rob have you ever had a thing like that um do you are are you bummed because you're a lizard guy that godzilla <laughs> got killed in the end of the movie um is that does that bum you out i saw the movie and i wasn't all that impressed with it there's not a lot of movies that i'm excited to see anymore after all the letdowns and movie prices are insane and you know when, when batman first came out with michael keaton i could not wait to see oh, that absolutely. and after i saw it after i saw it i could not wait to buy the vhs cassette of it yes yeah but that's uh, one of my favorite movies of all time i gotta tell you yeah it's it just was yeah, it really so is well good. done <laughs> The 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 atmosphere and the way they filmed it was very comic booky and it was just beautiful. I have but, to uh, I have to tell you this. My my wife and I were on our honeymoon and we were in uh, we we were traveling around a little bit and we went to London and I said and I came up with the bright idea. 
we should go see the Batman and Robin movie. It's opening this. It's it's oh, opening boy. this weekend. Mm. And that's, so we went. Cool. Yeah, that's the one with the Clooney <laughs> and the whole yep. and, and, and Batgirl and Robin and. That's Mr. one of the Freeze? Yeah. It's oh, I don't put everything on ice. Oh. Yes. <laughs> and I mean, it was awful, awful, yeah. awful, awful. And uh, it's dirt air honeymoon, and we're sitting there about halfway through, and she looks at me and goes, "This is a, my the best honeymoon I ever thought of happening." I'm like, oh my uh, word! Sorry, uh, I'll take a nice dinner, I guess. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and it's a middle of the afternoon, a beautiful day in London. I'm like, uh, let's go see this movie. Uh, no. Uh-uh. Wow. You saw Batman Returns. Right. saw Batman, <laughs> Batman and Robin. Was the, Such a romantic. Just like, yeah, I know. It like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> seemed like a good wow. idea at the time. At the time. <laughs> don't, don't think I don't get callbacks on that every now and again. <laughs> Holding the M80 in my hand seemed like a good idea at the time. (laughs) Wow. From the UC Health Traffic Center, the University of Cincinnati Cancer Center recommends colorectal cancer screenings for all adults over the age of 45. Learn more at uchealth.com. Well, things not really thinning out. Still stop and go traffic on northbound 75 from Mitchell to 275 Sharonville. Add an extra 15 minutes to your drive. Southbound slows Shepherd Lane to Galbraith, then from Harrison to the Brent Spence Bridge. And that continues across the bridge down into the cut in the hill. Uh, Northbound 71 slows from Ridge to the Ronald Reagan. Southbound is slow from 275 down past the Ronald Reagan. And then again, from uh, beyond Martin Luther King toward 471. Oxford State Road remains closed due to a broken water main at Yankee Road. Rob Williams, News Radio 700 WLW. The forecast from the 700 WLW Weather Center for tonight. Well, it depends on where you're at as to what you're going to get out east. You're going to get a lot more than here locally around town. We'll keep you posted on exactly what's going to happen, more or less where you're at. But just know that stuff is starting to move into our area. Watch for the uh, potential winter storms around where you're at, snow showers around the area. The low of 18 for tomorrow, partly cloudy. And the high of 24. It is 43 now. News Radio 700 WLW. What is taking place in Ukraine now is horrific. Civilians are being killed and wounded. The violence keeps getting uh, much more bloody. The Russian invasion of Ukraine. The resistance is keeping strong. The Ukrainians are fighting for their country. Listen for the latest news and analysis. Every family, every man, every woman will fight. 700 WLW. This report is sponsored by Discover. If you're a valued customer, you deserve a simple gesture of appreciation from your credit card. All right, back with Eddie and Rocky, and love talking to this woman from you. And as you are still in uh, Poland, correct? Correct, close to the border of Ukraine. And did like a Tara from ABC News. And what are you seeing right now? So, I mean, you know, wrapping up my my first uh, work week here, I arrived Monday, I've been here a week now, and it's been a uh, a steady flow of people coming in every day. Um, there's no let up in the amount of people coming off of trains, coming off of buses. Uh, you know, the, the refugee centers that I've been to are just as packed every day, just as many volunteers every day. There uh, is maybe, you know, I'm being told compared to 
two weeks ago when the crisis first broke out, uh, things are, are more orderly. So a producer of ours who's been here the entire time says that, you know, in the in the early days of this crisis, it was people you know, fleeing in, in a panic across the border. There, there's still that panic. But uh, the, the reception, the way volunteers have organized on the other side um, is a little bit more, the, the process is a little bit more streamlined, but the, the, the number of people um, just keeps climbing. And I, I believe we're on, gosh, fifth, day 15 or 16 here, and obviously the Russians are, are trying to take Kiev. That's a, a major city. They haven't been able to do that. What, what's the progress on, on reaching the, that, that city right now, and where does that stand from your perspective? Yeah, so according to a senior U.S. defense official, the Russian troops are starting to close in on Kyiv. They've been rather slow, at least slower than we initially expected them to be or slower than the U.S. Uh, defense officials expected them to be. That The feeling was that Kyiv would eventually fall, but 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 I don't, I don't think the, the U.S. thought it would take so long. Um, so, so the Russians are starting to make some uh, progress. They're closing in on Kyiv. Uh, we know that they have now, uh, the nearest Russian troops are to the northwest of Kiev, so around an airport known as the Hostomel Airport. Uh, they've advanced about three miles since yesterday, meaning they are now within about nine miles of the Kiev city center. And, uh, and and the concern here, uh, you know, as they're closing in on Kiev is that they could, I mean, one, you know, what's going to happen to Zelensky and, and, and whether, you know, what that's going to mean for, for this conflict going forward. Um, but they're also concerned that it could send a fresh wave of refugees fleeing across the border. We've seen in, you know, today that the Russians starting to strike parts of western Ukraine. And so those were people that felt relatively safe um that you know there hadn't been real any really significant russian strikes in western ukraine and there's a concern that as the russians get closer to kiev as they start bombing the west there could be a, a lot more people uh fleeing and, and crossing over the border into poland and into the rest of europe and as what kind of uh, an impression do you get as far as the citizens of kiev go are they uh i don't know um <laughs> If it were me, I would have been long gone. But are people, are there a certain percentage, and I assume there are, of people just saying, you know what, I'm not leaving here. This is my home. Well, I can tell you, I was at a train station yesterday where people were, uh, so it's one of the, the main hubs for, for Ukrainian refugees coming in. And there was actually an area where, where there was a long line of Ukrainians trying to get back into Ukraine. So they were uh, waiting to board a train to Lviv. Um, and this was people, uh, so it was men, uh, but also women. So, so I spoke to a man who, uh, he was in Egypt when the war broke out, uh, and his family was still in Ukraine, and he was heading back to be with his family and to fight. And I also met a, a woman who was actually with her son, her young son, and she was also out of the country when the war broke out, and her uh, older son, she was saying, is in the Army, so she was heading back to, to be with him and to join the war effort. And she was even a little, um, you know, judgmental uh, of, of refugees. And she was saying that she is, uh, she, she was saying, you know, I love my country and, 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 and that she was going to be, you know, supporting the war effort. So uh, there are some, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a minority of people, but there are some people um, trying to get back into the country and, and presumably that are going to be there uh, through till the end. Ines, thanks so much. Always a pleasure. Thank you. Ines Delicatera from ABC News. And, um, you know, to go back into that, I saw that um, because I've told you before, my wife's a giant Dancing with the Stars fan. 
And yes. there, was, there was a guy on there, this very, I, I forget his, I want to say. Maxim uh, something was his name. Maxim. Yes. Hey, thank you, Dave. Uh, and, uh, you know, very handsome, you know, Ukrainian dude. And he had gotten out, but he said he felt so bad that he was going to go back. <laughs> yeah, well, he was on. He found himself on a train, and yeah. it's all women and children. Yeah, he's, he's like, like uh, I'm, "I'm taking up space he, here, man." This my is, man card is, uh, yeah, officially gone. Yeah, yeah. interesting. So, I don't know. That's uh, that's a, that's a tough deal. You know, I I I like to think I'd I'd get my family the hell out of there, and I'm right. I, I got to defend my turf, man. I don't know. I think you got to do that at some point. All right, we got John Matteries, WCPO Nine News coming up. Don't waste your money, but now. It is traffic. What is going on, Rob? From the UC Health Traffic Center, the University of Cincinnati Cancer Center recommends colorectal cancer screenings for all adults over the age of 45. Learn more at uchealth.com. About a 10-minute uh, delay on southbound 71 due to an accident past the 123 exit and a 10-minute construction delay west 74 from New Haven Road to the Brookville exit. Expect plenty of steady traffic still this evening on 75 and 71, in particular on the northbound sides. Rob Williams, News Radio 700 WLW. The forecast from the 700 WLW Weather Center for tonight. Well, it depends on where you're at as to what you're going to get out east. You're going to get a lot more than here locally around town. We'll keep you posted on exactly what's going to happen, more or less where you're at. But just know that stuff is starting to move into our area. Watch for the uh, potential winter storms around where you're at, snow showers around the area. The low of 18 for tomorrow, partly cloudy, and the high of 24. It is 43 now, News Radio 700 WLW. This report is sponsored by AAA Bob Summerall Tire and Service. This month, everyone can save up to $120 on select sets of general tires. Only at your neighborhood AAA Bob Summerall Tire and Service. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.